I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast and happy April. How are we in April already? So before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to, we'll just have like a quick check-in because it's a brand new month and we have a really great topic to explore today. But just a little bit of like behind the scenes stuff, what's happening in my life. So I am home this week, but next week I am taking off again. However, my intention is to have podcast episodes ready for you because I honestly really don't like not posting podcast episodes. So just kind of like a real share about how I'm feeling lately, especially in regards to social media. Now, so many of my one-on-one clients right now that I see on a weekly basis, they have totally and completely hopped off social media. So no more Instagram, especially like no more Facebook, but I mean like, you know, No one's really on Facebook these days, I don't think, but I think like it's Instagram that a lot of us, especially if you're around my age, um, we're kind of like always on Instagram. Anyways, what I'm getting to is so many of my clients actually aren't on Instagram anymore and I love this for them and I kind of want that for myself as well, but such like a huge, I mean, I have an online business and so a lot of my connections and future clients come from relationships that I create on social media, such as Instagram. Anyways, long story short is I feel like I'm kind of in a funk with Instagram lately. Like I am trying to kind of like navigate my relationship with Instagram. Basically when I was away a couple weeks ago, I took the entire week off social media and it just felt so life-giving. And I hear this from a lot of people, you know, whenever you go away and maybe take a break from social media, you always come back and realize like, wow, you know, maybe I need to rethink or kind of re-navigate my relationship with social media. Anyways, long story short, I am kind of in that period right now where I'm like, okay, how much Instagram feels good for me? How do I want to be showing up on this social media platform? That sort of thing. However, podcasting feels so good for me. And so that's what I'm trying to get to is 
even while I'm away these next couple of weeks, I really do want to make a point of recording podcast episodes for you, making sure that they come out every Wednesday so you have something to listen to because honestly, my podcast community, you listening right now and everyone listening to this episode right now, you mean so much to me and I just want to continue to release episodes for you. So where am I going? I am starting my third year. So my advanced level of somatic experiencing training certification, my classes. So I have a module and usually like up until now, they've all been online just because I started this certification during COVID. So I was lucky enough to able to do the classes online. However, they are normally in person. And now that the world is opening up once again, and also the advanced year of the somatic experiencing certification, you actually like have to do it in person. So this module is actually taking place in Kelowna, British Columbia, which luckily I have a ton of family there. So I get to fly there and stay with my aunt and uncle there and I have so many aunts and uncles and cousins and just like such a wide variety of family members that live in Kelowna and so I am extending my stay just a a few days because I actually haven't been there since before COVID in 2017. So it's been a while. So I'll be gone 10 days, start to finish six of those 10 days. I'll be in class basically like nine to six every day. So it's going to be a busy 10 days away for myself. So I'm looking forward to going and being in class because I truly just thoroughly enjoy completing this certification and gaining more and more knowledge and deepening my knowledge and also my healing journey because as I progress through my somatic experiencing certification, like I'm going deeper in my healing and I love that that provides me that opportunity to do that so I'm looking forward to that but if I'm being completely honest like I would love to just stay home (laughs) because Scott and I were just away in the middle of March as you know if you've been following along with me and I feel like I just got home and I just kind of like you know, got all our laundry done and kind of back into my normal routine. It honestly does take me a little bit to recover from travel as well. I've always been like that. And so, yeah, I wish I could stay home, but I am going to make the most of these 10 days that I'm away. And then I'll be home for good basically. And I kind of had a little bit of a moment today where like a holy shoot moment. So my wedding is the end of August. I should say Scott and my wedding, our wedding is at the end of August. 
And I just realized this morning that that is like wedding month is four months away, which is so wild. And it gave me a little bit of stress this morning. I feel like I have been really doing really good in the wedding planning side of things, but I have a lot to do, it feels like, and four months seems <laughs> um, much less time than I thought I had. So anyways, those are my updates. Now for today's episode, if you read the title of this episode, you'll know that I am talking about nervous system today and the nervous system is a huge part of the work that I do with my clients because when we are doing healing work or um, working through like a somatic experiencing lens, we are working with the nervous system. So as soon as you start to learn about somatic experiencing or work with a somatic experiencing practitioner, you are going to begin a nervous system healing journey as well because they go hand in hand. And I really didn't know what I was going to record about today, but something actually really interesting happened to me this morning. And I was like, you know what? I feel like this would make a really great podcast episode because like I said, I'm still kind of like trying to figure out how I want to show up on Instagram these days, but the podcast, like it feels so good. I'm just sitting in my office right now on my super comfy chair. If you're a client of mine, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I have this really big, comfortable chair that I sit on during our client calls. So it's just nice to be sitting here in my office and chatting with you here on the podcast without any like Instagram telling me I'm talking for too long. Sometimes things just aren't made for Instagram. Some conversations just aren't for Instagram. So anyways, I want to share a real life experience with you and I hope that this episode kind of um, provides you maybe like a better understanding of your nervous system, but maybe some inspiration of becoming more intimate or creating more of a intimate relationship with your nervous system and maybe even like some inspiration to start working with your nervous system and your activation in a different way than maybe you are right now. So this morning, let's go back to this morning. So I woke up around 6am this morning and I had this awesome solid sleep and honestly I'm not perfect. I grab, I always grab my phone, but I don't like jump on social media or anything but I did read something this morning that immediately, like while I was still in bed, I felt this like buzzing in my chest and a lot of energy buzzing and moving around in my upper body. There was a lot of energy and it felt very activating and 
Then I noticed my thoughts. So it was sensation. So I noticed the sensation that was happening in my upper body. Like I said, tons of energy moving around. It felt very activating. It wasn't necessarily like a pleasant feeling in my upper body. It was an activating sensation. And then I also started to notice my thoughts and my thoughts weren't very kind. My thoughts were the feeling of, I need to do this. I haven't been doing enough. It was like, I need to start doing more. And then also followed by a feeling of overwhelmed, like, okay, I have all this stuff to do. I need to do all of this stuff but that's so overwhelming. So I'm not even going to do anything. And maybe you can relate to some internal thoughts or feelings such as that, where we feel like we're not doing enough and there's so much to be done. And, you know, maybe a laundry list of things that we could be doing and we feel like we should be doing and need to be doing. And at the same time, feeling like, well, I am so overwhelmed. I can't even do any of that. Now, I want to tell you how I would have moved through this in the past. And then we are going to talk about a new way of doing things and a new understanding of things. So I have felt this way many, many times in my life in the past, feeling like, so anxious, so activated, and also kind of like stuck or frozen. Like, okay, I have all this stuff to do, all this stuff that I want to be doing, and it's all too overwhelming. So I'm just not going to do anything at all. Now, like I said, how I would have moved through this in the past would have been latching on to all of my thoughts. So I don't think in the past I would have actually had the language or the awareness of what what was actually happening in my body. So remember this morning, I was actually able to notice like, oh, wow. After reading what I read this morning, I noticed, I immediately noticed there was activation and a lot of uncomfortable energy moving through my upper body. That's what I noticed first. And then my thoughts took shape. Those stories started to form. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that or a lot more about that later. But that's how I notice things today, present day. In the past, I don't think that would actually, I know that wouldn't have actually happened. I most likely in the past would have noticed um, my thoughts and started to spiral in my thoughts and kind of um, go down this path of feeling like I'm not enough, I don't do enough, that, you know, nothing's working out for me and just follow that essentially a trauma story of there's so much that I need to be doing. I can't do this. So I'm bad at what I'm doing and following that sort of spiral type thinking. And I know that you can likely um, relate to that, right? I think we have all at some point during our lives 
had some type of thought pop up into our head and we've latched onto it as I say and then we spiral with it it's kind of like a thought enters our head we believe it to be true and then we follow it and it whisks us away and the thought that was just maybe one sentence becomes this entire story that we believe to be true about ourselves. Now, that is what would have happened in the past. And after that, I I honestly can't see um, myself actually getting out of that. I would have had a very challenging day in the past if that is how I started my day. Because in the past, I really didn't have the tools or the understanding that I do now. So how things were different for me this morning. Remember, I noticed that energy. So I noticed that activation through that felt sense in my upper body. It felt like a lot of energy moving around. It felt like um, kind of a very uncomfortable buzzing sensation in my chest And there was, even if I was to give like a color to it, there was almost kind of like a electrifying kind of golden yellow color. So it was a very bright, activating, buzzing feeling in my chest. And then, like I said, I also noticed these thoughts of I haven't been doing enough. There's so much for me to be doing. I need to start doing more and followed by that feeling of, but it's all so overwhelming. So I feel like I can't even do anything. So that is exactly how I moved through it now is observing my thoughts and recognizing or even understanding that my thoughts are created by my nervous system. Now, if you take anything away from today's podcast episode, I want you to take away the understanding and the knowing that your thoughts or your internal dialogue, however you want to refer to it as, but the thoughts that enter your mind, the thoughts that you have on a daily basis or a moment to moment basis throughout your day, all of your thoughts are driven by the state of your nervous system. And this is really like a understanding that comes from the polyvagal theory. If you're familiar with that, I love Deb Dana. She's a leading voice in this field. And one of her famous phrases is that your story follows the state. So whatever state your nervous system is at, your story is going to be a reflection of whatever state your nervous system is at. So I want to 
take a moment in this episode to talk about the four states of our nervous system that we hear about more often or the most often. Now, there's three main states, but I wanted to add a fourth one in because that's actually what I was experiencing this morning. So let's go through four different states that our nervous system can be in throughout the day and All four of these might sound familiar to you and you might be able to relate to all of the examples that I give. So the first state I want to talk about is the ventral vagal state. Now your ventral vagal state is the state of safety, presence, and connection. So thoughts that may arise or that you may have when you are in the ventral vagal state are thoughts that reflect safety, presence, and connection. So when you think things such as, I feel safe right now, or I feel present right now, or I can do that, I know I can do that, Or when you feel like you can connect with others, when, hey, connecting with this person feels really good, when you can connect with others and feel okay, when you can be on your own and feel okay, these are all really great indicators of you being in that ventral vagal state of your nervous system. Now, I do want to make sure that I note and clarify when you are in that ventral vagal state, even though it is a state of safety and presence and connection, this does not mean that when you are able to access the ventral vagal state, that everything is perfect. I kind of want you to think of being in that ventral vagal state as this state when things are just good enough. So you're safe enough. You're good enough. You're okay enough. Things are enough. Things don't have to be perfect. Things aren't perfect when you're in this ventral vagal state. And I think that's so important to clarify here. So when things feel like they are good enough, that is a great indication that you are able to be accessing that ventral vagal state. Now, the other state that I think we all know very well is that sympathetic state, also commonly referred to as fight or flight. So this is like a mobilization state and some thoughts that might arise when you are in that sympathetic or fight or flight state is I need to do this now or things won't be okay, or I need to do this now, or I won't be okay, or I cannot slow down, or like things will be dangerous, or I can't slow down because if I do slow down, I won't be okay. And also thoughts that kind of reflect the thinking that the people around you aren't safe. So we need to be somewhere else. We need to get 
somewhere else. So any type of thoughts with that fight or flight or that mobilization type of energy, the thoughts that really reflect that if we don't do something or if we slow down, things will not be okay. Those are all indicators of being in that sympathetic driven state. Now, the third state I want to talk about is dorsal vagal. Now, you may have heard of the dorsal vagal state before. You may not have. Like I said, we quite often hear of that sympathetic state. So the dorsal vagal state is actually this shutdown state. And the thoughts that you may experience when you're in this dorsal vagal state are, I'm never going to get better. Healing isn't possible for me. I'm so alone. I'm so powerless. People don't care about me. And what's the point? So thoughts that really reflect that, you know, that immobilization type of state. So whereas that sympathetic state is that mobilization energy and dorsal is shut down immobilization. I'm so alone. People don't care about me. What is the point? Now, the last state I want to talk about today, and you probably have heard about this one before, and it is actually a blended state. So we call it freeze, and freeze is a blended state. So it's a mix of that sympathetic state and the dorsal state. So a mix of that mobilization and immobilization. And I really wanted to make sure we talked about that one today because it's likely that you've heard of the free state before and freeze is different than the complete dorsal shutdown state and also freezes what I was experiencing this morning. So some thoughts that can arise when you're in that freeze state is I need to do this, but I can't. There's so much to do, but it's all too overwhelming. So I'm just, I can't do anything at all because it's just so overwhelming. I know what I have to do, but I'm so stuck. I can't do anything, right? So you can really see how those thoughts really do reflect those two different states. You can see or you can hear from those thoughts that mobilization, right? I need to do this. There's so much to do. I know what I have to do and, but I can't but it's all too overwhelming, but I feel so stuck. I am so stuck. So freeze is a mix of the sympathetic and the dorsal state. Now, the reason I share all of that with you is because that is really step one when we want to start to work with our nervous system. We need to understand that, you know, like we can work with the mind all we want, but if we are leaving the nervous system out of 
the healing equation if we aren't paying like if we're not working with the nervous system we're not going to get too far because the nervous system is what drives our thoughts so you know in the past like i said I would have heard my thoughts, the thoughts of, I need to do this, I have so much to do, but I'm so overwhelmed, and I would have just clung on to those thoughts, and I really didn't know in the past that my nervous system was actually the driver of my thoughts. My nervous system actually created my thoughts. So what does that tell us? If our nervous system creates our thoughts do we start with the thoughts or do we start with the nervous system right and so that's still step one is okay what are those thoughts and what does that say about my nervous system right so if your thoughts are wow I feel really good today and I have a lot to do and I know I can do this or I'm feeling pretty good today and I'm so I'm looking forward to doing this right those are some examples of having a pretty good handle or a good foot in that ventral system but like I said as I experienced quite early this morning <laughs> was gosh, I am not doing enough. There is so much for me to do and I'm so overwhelmed. I don't even think I can do any of it. And so it wasn't a process of me trying to change my thoughts, thinking that there was something wrong with my thoughts. It was me understanding that, wow, my thoughts are telling me exactly where my nervous system is at right now. I am experiencing some of that freeze state right now. And when we know that, when we know that our thoughts are driven by our nervous system, then we can tend to our nervous system and bring in some regulation. So what did I do this morning? So I don't schedule calls for myself first thing in the morning. Now, I know this isn't um, reality for everyone listening, but I'm just sharing with you what I did. And then we can talk a little bit about, you know, how to do this for yourself. But personally, I had no commitments on my calendar this morning. And I, like I said, I had an, I had a really good understanding based off of my thoughts, which state my nervous system was in. And when we know there's dysregulation happening or we're in a state of dysregulation, we want to bring in regulation. And so we do that through things that feel good for us. Now, one of my biggest regulators in my life is my puppy Penny. She is a huge resource of mine. And so honestly, I spent my morning cuddling Penny, playing with Penny. We had, I say we had so many laughs. I mean, I wish dogs could laugh. She was smiling a lot, but she wasn't laughing. But she was smiling, I was laughing, we were cuddling, we were rolling on the floor. It was so great and I brought so much regulation into my nervous system and guess what happened? 
all of a sudden, I no longer felt like, gosh, I have so much to do and I can't do any of it because I'm too overwhelmed. It went from, okay, I feel good right now. Now what can I do, right? What would feel good for me to do today? And I felt like I was capable of doing these things. So this is a glimpse. This is an idea of what it looks like to work with your nervous system. So understanding that your thoughts are driven by the state of your nervous system. And then once you can understand that naming the state of the nervous system that your nervous system is at, at that given time, and then leaning on your regulating tools to give you access to that ventral state. Now, it does sound easy, right? It sounds pretty easy, but when we actually put this into practice, it's not that easy. And if any of you are on your own healing journey right now, you'll know that, wow, that sounds, you know, when Meg says it that way, that sounds really easy. But we know that when we put these things into practice, it is a practice and we don't experience, you know, these major um, shifts kind of like overnight. That's really not what healing looks like. And I did want to just spend a little bit of time at the end of this episode talking about that, just talking about how our nervous system, like the pace of healing that our nervous system needs. Now, I, my approach when I work with clients is very slow and very gentle. And this is exactly the pace that the nervous system needs. It needs to be going at a slow and gentle pace. Now, this will feel like you are going slowly, but the cool thing is, is that when we go and move at the pace that the nervous system needs us to go at, which is that slow, gentle pace, when we honor the pace of the nervous system, then healing can actually happen more quickly because we're not overwhelming the nervous system. So if we do too much too fast, we're going to send ourselves into dysregulation and those self-protection responses are going to come online, such as the sympathetic, the dorsal, the freeze. And so when we honor the pace of the nervous system and we go slowly and we go gently and we don't rush things, this actually does speed the process. So it feels slow. It feels very gentle. It probably feels different than what the mind thinks we should be doing. But when we can let the mind be there, and follow the pace of the nervous system, that's really when we can actually experience healing at a more, like at a quicker pace because we're not doing too much too fast all at once. So I hope this episode lands with you. I really wanted to kind of give you a better understanding of your nervous system today. 
let you know that your nervous system drives your story. It creates that story that you hear throughout the day. So hopefully this podcast episode can act as an inspiration for you to maybe be noticing your thoughts and getting curious as to which state your nervous system is in based off of what your thoughts are saying or what your thoughts sound like. And remember, it's not about changing the thoughts. It's about working with your nervous system and supporting yourself in gaining access to more regulation by getting access to that ventral state. So hopefully this podcast episode was helpful and you loved it and there's more of this to come in future episodes. As always, if you do enjoy this or you have any requests for me, please message me on Instagram, even though I still am navigating my relationship with Instagram and just figuring out how I want to show up on social media that feels good for me post being away and taking a week off. Just know I'm still on Instagram and you can message me at any time. You can shoot me topic requests for the podcast, but also just let me know that you're enjoying the show. And I do have my email address in the show notes as well. I right now I don't do any type of group coaching or like a program, like a DIY type of program. The work that I do is so personal and so intimate and I just feel so good offering one-on-one coaching to my clients. So if one-on-one support, private coaching support is what you're looking for, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Right now, I am still scheduling discovery calls, so if you would like to connect with me and learn more about how I can support you, please click on the link in my show notes below the show and we can schedule a discovery call. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you in your healing journey. So thank you again for listening and being here and you'll hear from me again next week, even though I will be on an airplane flying to Kelowna, British Columbia. (laughs) 